0: Hello and welcome to Tea and Chat, the British English podcast that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to today's episode of the news story of the month. So today is the day that I usually talk about what has been in the news recently, what has been interesting and caught everyone's attention. Um, but I don't think there's been anything particularly like huge in the news recently. Nevertheless, I did a poll on my Instagram so that you guys could choose between two topics for today's episode. And the topics were either the new Prime Minister in London, because I guess that's a pretty big deal and the rising temperatures throughout Europe and London. But when I checked the results of that poll, it seemed that you guys were pretty 50-50 on both of those things. And I decided they're pretty similar topics anyway, so I could probably intertwine them into one episode. Um, You know, I'm slacking, I gotta be honest. (laughs) It's a Saturday today. Here I am again on a Saturday recording and hopefully uploading today. This podcast was supposed to be a Friday thing, but it's definitely kind of been turning into a Thursday thing, but especially with this week, I was just like, I don't know what's really been the big story of this week, and also I'm not really that well educated on the situation in London right now, like, don't get me wrong, I'm interested in politics, but I don't want to bring politics into this podcast too much because, you know, politics can get quite heated or it gets people riled up. Um, but yeah, no, I I find, like, British politics interesting, uh, at least when I was living there, but nowadays, since I've been living in Canada, I guess I've taken less of an interest, which makes sense, because it's not directly affecting me as much as it would have before. Um, saying that, though, I haven't taken a big interest in Canadian politics, A, because I can't vote yet. And B, because, like, I've looked online and it seems really hard to find out anything about Canadian politics. And all of my Canadian friends have, like, no idea about, like, who to vote for, like, what the options are, what the parties are. They don't even know when the election is, which I'm pretty sure is this year, the end of this year, around October time. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I feel like in the UK we discuss it a lot more. Uh, Even when I was working, even when I was at school, we would all be discussing like, oh, who's going to be the next prime minister? And what do we think of this new vote or this, you know, or Brexit, of course. Um, But I never hear discussions of that here. And that might just be because, you know, I'm not working a regular nine to five job. So I don't hear Canadians talking in general that much. But (laughs) probably that has something to do with it, I can imagine. But aside from that, yeah, I'm definitely out of the loop. Saying that, however, I know that it is a big deal that we have a new prime minister. It's a bit of a tricky situation because you know we didn't vote for this prime minister. We didn't vote for our last prime minister. So at this point, to be honest, it's just kind of irritating. (laughs) Yeah, Boris Johnson is a well-known figure. the UK, He is now our new Prime Minister and I'll get a bit more into detail about that later but first I think we'll start with something a bit more simple and that is the weather. As I'm sure I've mentioned before, British people love to talk about the weather. Actually, I had a student this week ask me, Rebecca, how do I start a conversation with someone? Like, how can I start trying to practice my English? And I was like, well, If you're in the UK, just talk about the weather because if you're at the bus stop, if you're in the supermarket, if you're in a bar even, you can just be like, hey, it's a nice day today, isn't it? And that sentence alone is kind of enough to just, you know, get someone's attention without being too weird because let's be honest, it's kind of strange to talk to strangers no matter what your native language is and it can be an awkward situation I mean some people have so much confidence they're super outgoing and they can just kill it they can do it without a problem at all but I think the majority of us find it kind of strange to just go up to a stranger and start talking to them but obviously if you want to practice a new language if you want to practice English you kind of need to put yourself out there a little bit more and try and talk to people a bit more So talking about the weather is just a great way to start. Just literally just commenting on the weather, you know. You don't even have to ask them about their opinion so much. It's just like, oh, it's a really rainy day today, don't you think? Like, and just by putting don't you think or isn't it on the end of the sentence, you know, you'll probably get a yeah or a no. Or if they're friendly and they want to chat, then they'll probably say something a bit more. Like, yeah, I... I really wanted to go out with my friends today but unfortunately it's raining or yeah it's lovely weather out today I think I'm going to spend time swimming in the swimming pool or going to the park and I think that alone you know if they feel comfortable enough to give that extra piece of information to you it kind of gives you a bit of indication that they would be more willing to actually continue a conversation with you um but yeah, I mean, it really depends on the situation because if you're in the supermarket, for example, I don't think people go to the supermarket to meet people and to make friends. But if you're in a more social situation, uh, like I said, maybe in a cafe and a bar or something where maybe you have two friendship groups or it's just a lively atmosphere, you might be more likely to get a conversation out of that person. So yeah, you know, they if they give you some information like that, then you can just be like, oh, by the way, my name is Peter, and what's your name? And from there, you know, you can really get going and be like, comment, say, oh, you look really nice today, or what are you up to today, or tell me something, you know, that you like. I, it's like so hard not to be creepy, <laughs> because, you know, if you comment on someone's appearance, it's not normally nice, because sometimes it can be taken as flirting, and you really want to avoid that. For example, when I go to the supermarket, if I see other girls, like let's say the cashier, and she's really pretty, <laughs> or I like something like the jewelry she has on or the way she's done her hair, I will always comment and be like, oh my God, I love your hair, or you look so pretty, or I really like what you're wearing, like to the waitress, or like I said, to the cashier. I always like to like tell other girls that they look really nice, but if I say it to a guy, I guess it's like a little bit more difficult because obviously there's a bit more of an insinuation there that you might be insinuating that you think they're cute or that you're trying to flirt with them. Now, obviously I'm happily engaged. I have a ring and probably I would have my boyfriend with me. So (laughs) maybe I feel a bit more comfortable to say something. I've definitely said stuff to guys before and be like, oh, I really like your jumper or I really like that necklace. Um, You know, when I've been eating at a restaurant with my boyfriend. But there is kind of like that fine line of like how much conversation you can have with strangers. So I know it's super difficult, but just as a heads up, talking about the weather is always a great way to go. Now, I know we've talked a lot about the environment and climate change and things here on the podcast. I mean, probably not that much, but in my head, I feel like I've done a lot. And obviously it's because I'm interested in that topic, but I don't want to drone on about it too much. But let's be honest, this rise in temperatures is definitely related or at least that is what is supposedly said in the news. So this Thursday or last Thursday, I believe, we had a temperature of 38 degrees in London, which is huge. I think the highest temperature I can ever remember in London is like 28 degrees Celsius. And that was super, super hot. Um, not fun. On average, I think 25, 26 is kind of the hottest temperatures that we get in London in summer. So 38 is just insane, especially when you take into consideration that most British people do not have air conditioning in their homes. Lots of places don't have air conditioning in their homes. A lot of public transport doesn't have air conditioning. For example, the tube, the air conditioning normally sucks um, and it's really bad. And obviously when you're on the underground, when you're on the tube, you're hundreds of meters below ground, which makes it like 10 times hotter. So it's actually really dangerous to travel in the tube in summer, even when it's like 26, 28, it's pretty bad. So I can't even imagine what it was like on Thursday for the commuters going to work. I personally would have called in sick if it was me because there is no way I would want to endure that. I actually watched a short video by The Independent and that was taken on Thursday I believe and the guy was recording the temperature in the underground and he said it was around 36 degrees celsius. I don't want to imagine what 36 degrees celsius feels like on a crowded tube in rush hour without any air conditioning. Um, so yeah, the ventilation on the tube sucks. Sometimes you might be lucky to catch a breeze, but for the majority of the time, that's not likely. I mean, people put down the windows on the doors. So normally you can catch a bit of a breeze if you're standing close to the door, but obviously that's not always the case and it's not going to be helpful if you're standing in the middle or even if you're just standing on the platform waiting for a tube. So yeah, London is just not prepared for any type of severe temperature. They're not prepared for when it's super hot and neither are they prepared for when it's super cold. And I say super cold, but when there's like five centimeters of snow in London, everything shuts down, <laughs> public transport shuts down, the schools close and the rest of the world looks at us and laughs. Um, but the reason we have like a good reason. And the reason is that like, Our country historically has never had really, really cold temperatures or really, really hot temperatures on average throughout our history. So we as people just never have prepared. And I don't think we have a good enough excuse now because we could definitely have done something by now to prepare for both situations. But maybe it's just the infrastructure of the city, of the country, of the houses. Everything is just based on this Victorian Uh, model of life that just doesn't really suit today, it can't really be applied so well to the modern life that we are living now and obviously the differences in temperature that were probably a lot different from what you could expect back then. It hasn't just been London though that's been dealing with these extra hot temperatures. Like I said, there has also been in France, in Belgium, in Germany, I think in lots of other European countries, they've been getting unusually high temperatures of above 40 degrees Celsius. So the temperature is just soaring through the roof, as we like to say. I can only imagine what it will be like next year. (laughs) However, here where I live in Canada, it's quite normal to get these kind of temperatures. 38 degrees is just a, a little bit of a hot day. Um, on average it stays around 30 and just above and I've seen that for London already the temperature has gone back to normal close to around 24 so that's good hopefully they don't have to deal with that much longer maybe it was just a fluke which means just kind of like a one-off thing so if it was just a fluke then I'm sure it's okay you can deal with it if it's only for one day but I know other European countries have had this going on for a few weeks now, so it's not particularly enjoyable, I can imagine. What kind of activities do you think we could do to try and cool down in this weather? If you don't have air conditioning, that is, well, lots of British people love to have little paddling pools in their gardens, specifically perhaps for their children or for their dogs, but I'm sure that adults would love to dip their legs in in these temperatures. Um, It's not common that a British person would have a swimming pool in their back garden because it's not usually hot enough for that. But a paddling pool for the children is good. You can also turn on sprinklers if you have sprinklers for your garden or your front lawn. Um, Again, not sure how popular sprinklers are, but most people do tend to have a hose to water their plants with. So just turn on that garden hose and hose yourselves down. Hose down your children, hose down yourself. And maybe you'll feel much better. Another idea, maybe you could do the ice bucket challenge. Uh, The ice bucket challenge was to raise money for charity a few years ago. But it just involves throwing a bucket of ice cold water over your head. Um, I imagine that would do the trick. I also saw pictures from like Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower. They had these huge jets um, and sprinklers spraying everyone with water in a certain area, so that looks really enjoyable, but also a great idea and a great way to cool down. Aside from the obvious choice of water though, I don't think there are many other options and I imagine if you want to sleep at night, you'll probably be tossing and turning in your bed because it's going to be quite uncomfortable. So that's it for the weather, what can I say about the Prime Minister? Well, well, well. He is from the Conservative Party, of course. So we've had this Conservative government for a very long time now. Um, I don't know if you know much about politics, but in our recent history, the Conservative Party, the Labour Party and the Liberal Democratic Party have been the top three favourites in terms of who you will vote for to help lead your country. Um, In America, I think it's a closer call between two parties, between the Democratic and the Republican Party, although I believe they also do have a Liberal Party. Again, don't quote me on it, not a big fan of American politics, don't know much about it, but I believe it's a closer cut call there, and I think these days it's more of a call between the Conservative and Labour Party in the UK, as the Liberal Party just aren't that popular at the moment, they haven't really shown their strength, so the country is pretty evenly split, I think, down the middle between those two parties. But like I said, the Conservative Party has been ruling for quite some time now. And the Conservative Party is completely behind the idea of Brexit. Although the first Prime Minister kind of went back on his idea, Theresa May couldn't come up with an idea. So now we have Boris Johnson, perhaps a time lucky he might be able to um, do Brexit, make it all go through smoothly. I don't know how that's going to go. I've seen a lot of questions about that Um, and Brexit isn't going to affect me so much. Uh, I do think it sucks (laughs) if you want my honest opinion. But yeah, we've had Boris Johnson as the Mayor of London previously. That was a while ago now and everyone loved him while he was the Mayor of London. Well, maybe not everyone, but he's quite a funny guy and i think he did pretty good kind of coming up with some new ideas for transportation some new buses he came up with the bicycle scheme he helped launch the cable car that we have near the o2 which crosses over the river thames not sure if that's entirely useful but i have taken it once or twice and it is quite enjoyable i think a nice cable car journey is always good fun the only problem is when you take it from the o2 the place that it goes to isn't really interesting so you just have to take the cable car right back so i think from that perspective it's a little bit pointless nevertheless it's one thing being the mayor and one thing being the prime minister so i can't predict what he's going to do i know already he's been very loudly spoken i suppose and he's really uh quite strong in what he says and I mean, from that perspective, it's good because Theresa May used to just stumble upon all of her words and all of her ideas. She had no confidence in anything that she seemed to be saying. So whether or not I like the Conservative Party, I would like our Prime Minister to have some confidence in the words that they say. And Boris Johnson definitely has that. He's a very crazy, wacky guy but he seems to at least have confidence in what he's saying. So even if what he is saying is nonsense, hey, at least he believes in himself. You know, can't ask for too much, but I can ask for that at least. He seems pretty confident that he's going to be able to get Brexit underway from October. So good luck to him. That's not a long time away now. That only gives him a couple months. Um, So it'll be really interesting to kind of see what does happen over the next couple months and then maybe I'll be able to comment a bit more on what I think of him as a Prime Minister. But like I said, these days I don't pay too much attention. I just know that it's kind of a big deal in the UK. In my opinion, I think that the population of the UK really deserves to have a general election at this point because the Conservatives have kind of been taking the mickey that they've just been quitting and then putting another leader in their place, then quitting and then putting another leader in place. And it's like, come on now, let the general population vote because even when Theresa May did that the first time, she did decide to have a general election so that people could vote for her, but she didn't win by the majority. And you have to win by a majority in the UK to be prime minister, otherwise you have to form a coalition. Well, she just decided, forget that, (laughs) <laughs> she didn't win by majority and she didn't form the coalition that was expected of her. Instead she joined a party in Scotland, which was just entirely random and nobody knew about that party. Um, Yeah, so she just kind of liked doing things on her own terms and I don't think that sat very well with the general British population. We'll see what happens with Boris. I haven't really seen so much at the moment. I saw him talk a little bit in the Houses of Parliament. I saw that he seemed very confident about Brexit but only time will tell. I think it's been less than a week since he's been Prime Minister. I would be really interested to know if you guys are interested in politics, because I do like to talk about politics in my lessons, and I do like to ask questions about the politics in your country and the government system in your country and the leaders in your country. I find it fascinating to know what they're like, what you think of them. Um, It can be quite a difficult topic to talk about. So, if you would like me to talk more about politics in a future podcast, let me know over on my Instagram, at T And let me know if you are interested in British politics, if you're interested in learning about this new prime minister and what your take on it is. What do you think of it? Other than that, this is quite a short and simple little podcast here today. I know it's about the same length as normal, but I think this topic, it's a little bit easier. Um, you might agree, you might disagree, I don't know. But that's it from me here today. Next week, we'll be back to the hot topic of the month. So enjoy this last week of July and I'll see you in August. Goodbye.